morning, everybody. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday to all uh, in our NFL world. It is the All City, All NFL Podcast. Baldy, because yes. with you every day, don't forget, hit the subscribe button, please. Uh, we got lots to go. Today's a great film day for us, and it's a great day to answer a bunch of questions, all right? Mm-hmm. So let's start with... The answer is, this is why. So we want to okay. give you reasons why the following. Okay. The Cowboys first. Now, why is the Cowboys offense just so dangerous right now? It was on display Sunday night in mm-hmm. Philadelphia, right? And we saw that the Cowboys offense, again, able to go up and down the field, big plays. Dak is having an MVP year. You know, the difference is funny because we discussed this a little bit yesterday with McCarthy uh, taking over the offense, and it, he has it, he's got to move it. Well, watch this play right here. This is a touchdown to C.D. Lamb. C.D.'s in the slot up at the top, all right? And the Eagles are going to double him, as you should. Like, yeah. he's going to run this little whip route, and he's going to be squeezed by the underneath defender and the linebacker right there. And Dak is looking for him, and this man coverage on the outside. Dak doesn't have anything. But Dak's movement right now, the, the protection is good enough where he can slide. Yeah. Now he slides. Now watch CD come. And I, even though they've got him doubled, like he just comes across the formation. He walks into the end zone. Wow. Between CD, Dak's movement, and then you look at this guy here. And, and real quick, go back to, to uh, Dak. What, his movement that you talk about, mm-hmm. it, it's even more impressive because he slides – the opposite, you're right, slides left. But there's a natural, in every, in every, uh, every right-handed quarterback, yeah. there is a natural hole to the left. Yeah. Because the end is usually running an arc. Wide. He's running a wide arc right here. Yeah. And so good quarterbacks naturally slide left. Right-handed quarterbacks naturally slide left right underneath the left tackle. I love this. I like, love so this. So here it is. This. So you can do this. Like Good ones. Brady, I mean, these Breeze, like these guys naturally slid to their left. There's a natural hole. They yeah. know it's already there yeah. without looking. Yeah. That's why Dak right here, yeah. now he can get out of the, you know, out of harm's way right here and find CD just on a drag. And, and, and when you think about it, I mean, look, it's hard. You got to cover CD for that length of time when he's buying that. You know, I can't even blame the coverage. No. Because the coverage, coverage was, was good. pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. But, you know, the, the way that Dak extended the play yeah. made it hard. And now, the Cowboys are like, here's Jake Ferguson in motion. They got a legit tight end. Yeah. Legit tight yeah. end. Like, this guy is a route runner. He's a very good blocker. But you watch him right here. Here is, like, on the bottom. It's, like, the, the Cowboys, they're, they're, it's a zero coverage right here. They're all coming. All right? So, you got a seven-man rush right here. Two on two up top, two on two on the bottom. And so, Sidney Brown, rookie safety is on Jake Ferguson. Like, he's there. It's good coverage. It's good coverage. Yeah. Like, I, you can't fault Sidney Brown. He's in good shape. No. The throw, though. Well, I mean, Jack just puts it on the money. I, I got to tell you, I mean, the more we sit and, and dissect this tape, this Cowboys offense, Dak looks the best he's ever been. He's not making that play last year. No. I don't, th- I don't think he's ever made this play. Because, like, the Eagles, got, the Eagles have a free hitter coming right at him. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's Kevin Byard. Yeah. Is right in his face right here. Yeah. He's going to hit. But the throw, under pressure, man right in his face, Jake Ferguson. I mean, that's great quarterback. Play. It's so, great. I mean, people are killing the, the, Cowboy, uh, the Eagles defense. That's a good call. Like, it's third down right yeah, there. It's third no. and six. It's a good call. It's max blitz right here. 
And Dak's beating the blitz. Yeah. Beating the blitz, and they've got targets now that can beat it. Yeah. And Ferguson's six foot six. He's a big target. Yeah. Sidney Brown's, you know, five. You know, he's he's a and good he's young right safety. He's right he there. A, I like Sidney Brown. Yeah. I, I do. And you know, and now you get this after the catch. You get this, you know, thirty something yards right here on this play. And it's listen. It's because. You are in man, and you, and you send all those guys. I mean, that's what's going to happen. Well, what you hope is that the, the free hitter coming at him can affect the throw, that he can't make that perfect throw. And look, Sean Desai, he sent the house at him, and they responded. You know, sometimes you get the bull, sometimes the bull uh, yeah, gets you. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I sometimes when you're watching this stuff, you don't, you really get a, an idea that. Sometimes it's just great play. Like, we we want to assess blame on every play. And sometimes it's just great greatness. Great play. That wins. That's and two good. That's two really good plays. They, you they, just say You saw it. I mean, everybody's killing the Eagles defense. And look, they haven't been good. But the Cowboys are executing at a very high yes. level. And, you know, for, like, up until last week, last Sunday night, people say, well, who the Cowboys beat? I mean, that was always the answer. Well, who have you beat? Yeah. And, well, okay, here comes the Eagles. The nice ten and one record, and their execution beat the Eagles' defense. Yeah. No, listen. I mean, look, they're they're legit, and you just see it right there. Now let's 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 talk about the Eagles for a second, right? So now they're lost two in a row. They're ten and three, and I, I gotta say a couple of things. One, everybody's jumping ship. Yeah. It's amazing. They're ten and three. They lost to two good football teams, albeit. You look, they got handled pretty pretty good in both games. Yeah, but, like, uh, you know, so you have to get tested. Like, the worst thing to do is to go 15-2 and two and not get tested. You get to the playoffs, and yeah. all of a sudden, well, what do you do against a zero blitz? Right. What do you do against this? Like, you know, you got to – sometimes adversity is a really good thing. Sometimes it's good to lose two in a row and get it handed to you. I tell you, I, 49ers lost three in a row. They had a bye week. The sky was falling. But they believed themselves, didn't fire any coaches. You know, the, yes, Kyle Shanahan was on the griddle. It was getting hot in San Francisco. But look where they are right now. The adversity, it really, it, like every player is locked in. And I think that's what the Eagles got to do. They got to lock in. They got a long trip to Seattle. They've won many games up there in Seattle before. I've been up there where they've won. Uh, you got to lock in right here. And I'll tell you this. You go and win a game in Seattle, I don't care what their record is. That flight home, like that's six hours of bonding. You know, and getting back on the right track. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's been odd because the level of criticism levied on them has been uh, like through the roof. Like, what? I, I mean, I get you, you were handled, but my God, I mean, this is still a ten and three football team, and I, I mean, I, I saw one thing about Sirianni being on a hot seat. What? I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. You got to be insane to, to think that. No, I mean, it's just silly talk. But it's what happens when you lose two in a row. In this league, and you're in two Philadelphia, good, two, two good, good teams, teams. When you're also supposed to be a powerhouse, right? I mean, you're supposed to have a better, you know, you're supposed to give more resistance and be more competitive in these games than what we've just seen. Yeah, I, I just again, this is not a, a you know excuse, alibi, or whatever, but you're in the middle of a gauntlet. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're you're on the road in Dallas. I uh, first, I kind of it's revenge game for San Francisco. They were they had that game circled. Right, like then the Dallas. I mean, you just beat them at the start of the gauntlet. I but mean, look, I mean, all that stuff is true, cause. But like, there's there's real issues. There's real issues in pass right, well, defense. Let, let's look at that now. And this is uh, this is why the Eagles are vulnerable 
we want to answer this question, vulnerable, and let's say, because the only thing, I, I think the offense is fine. Are the Eagles vulnerable in, in the pass game? Yeah. Is my question. Like, yeah. legit. Well, I mean, if you if you look at this right here, like the Eagles offense right here, I mean, it's largely a big play offense. They, I mean, they feast off these deep shots to A.J. Brown. Yeah. And they couldn't get them. Yeah. They couldn't get them a down. When, they, when, when A.J. is catching deep balls, this offense opens up against everybody. I mean, I well, thought— then you can I, run it. I mean, if you—I mean, here it is. They put them in motion right here. They're going to run this, um, this fade route out of a slot. All right, Cowboys are in man coverage. Okay. Like, this is what you want. You want A.J. one-on-one right here. And, look, it's a good pocket. Jalen steps up in the pocket right here just the way he's supposed to, hitches and throws, and it's not a good throw. Um, he didn't really give A.J. a chance, you know, yeah. in that particular spot. But when their deep passing game is working, they generally put up 30-plus points. What's the issue? And, again, I, I mean, all along I think that at some point this offense that I've seen is going to click back in the gear. But what's been wrong with the run game? Because the run game – has not been consistent. Early was big with Swift, and it's kind of dropped off. Well, I mean, I, I feel like when you look at Landon Dickerson and Jordan Malata, that's as powerful a left side of an offensive line in football. And I used to do, last year, I used to do breakdowns on that left side every week and how they were just, I mean, all the way to the NFC Championship game, where they were just blowing guys off the ball. And they were like, Mulata was taking a defense attack from one side of the field to the other side of the field. And I just haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. And part of it is they rarely right now just stay with the run. And they really, now sometimes the score in these last two games can dictate you're going to throw yeah. it more. I get all that. But I haven't seen them really said, okay, we're going to line up and knock people off the ball. Now, you know, Jalen's a part of the run game with their option game and quarterback keepers and all that stuff is part of it. But you have to have a base where you're going, okay, we're running power. Lane Johnson's pulling right here. You know, Malata and, and Dickerson are going to, you know, power combo block up front and move people off the ball. And I just haven't seen enough of that or a commitment to that right now. And I think if, if I was Nick and I was Jeff Stoutland, I would say we're going to put the pads on this week. We're going to get do nine on seven. We're going to go back to training camp here and just work on the fundamentals of good run blocking. And that, that's kind of where I would start. They got everybody healthy up front right now. I mean, I, that's where I would start. And, and here's where I would add to it. I, I would add incorporating Jalen more into the run game. They mm -hmm. haven't done that a lot. And I think it's smart. I mean, look, they've got 10 wins without putting the quarterback in a lot of peril. I know he's been – you know, he had the knee, and there was the, the there was the ankle. Bone bruise. Right, all that stuff. Well, he's moving well. I would start to incorporate yeah. him in the run well, they're game. More, more, they're, they're more difficult to defend when he's part of the run game. He's, and so, um, those kind of – I think you have to include those. All right, so the death of the Eagles, I think, premature. Premature. All right. All right, now let's move on to this is why. Let's look at Baltimore. This is why Baltimore is just so good right now and a tough team to beat. Look, in the AFC, with a lot of questions. We don't know about the Chiefs. We don't know about the Dolphins. Both did, both got beat this week. We Baltimore survived a pretty good Rams team that we'll talk about in a moment. 
But let's talk about the, the this is This is their go-ahead touchdown in the fourth quarter. I love this route combination. This is one of my favorite plays I've seen all year. Three wide receivers to the top. you got Odell Beckham, Zay Flowers, okay, Bateman. They're all over there. Like, watch this route combination right here. Like, this is as good as it comes. You're going to get three crossers at different levels. Okay, one's at 12, one's at 14, and Odell's at 16. You get three, like, lately, and now you get Lamar just stepping left and trying to figure out which one is his best. And he makes his throw to Zay Flowers. And it's just a, it's, I mean, it's just oh, a, wow. a frozen rope. Yeah. And you watch Lamar, like he's going to get Aaron Donald coming right down Broad Street at him right here. Like here he comes, like they run this stunt to get Aaron Donald free. Like here it is. Yeah. Bam. They knock Simpson down. Here comes Aaron Donald yeah, right at Lamar yeah. Jackson. Now he sets his feet. Like a lot of quarterbacks right there, like they're trying to avoid Aaron. Like they're yeah, looking yeah, at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he makes that throw. Layered throw wow. to Zay Flowers. He's got a linebacker underneath. Yeah. I mean, look, look at his throw. Look at that throw. My God. And then, so that. Aaron Donald, your face is that. Wow, Baldy. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the next, so they go up one there. Now they want to go up to the two-point conversion. They run the sprint right option. And Lamar, I mean, this is just Lamar. Like, yeah. he's just. Okay, you got the middle linebacker coming at him. You got defense yeah. tackle. He jumps and he's getting hit like this. And he makes this throw. Uh, it's frozen right here. He makes this throw right here. Uh, the beauty is he's looking right at the, in the end zone and then he throws right. So he's looking in the end zone and he actually throws right, which is fascinating. Well, we'll just take it from the, the, the very top here. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, there it is. It's 29-28, okay? And you watch this here. And it's sprint right option right now. So, he's got the back right there. But he sees, and then he steps up. Mm. And he finds Zay Flowers. Now, look how he looks off him, too. Like, it's a great, just great quarterback, man. Well, I mean. He's looking, looking. Stops. Well, he stops because up. he's got the linebacker right in his face, yeah. and now he, he jumps and he gets hit. Yeah. He doesn't even see the finish of the throw. No. Nah. And it's right there. The that's great. That's a great throw. That's a great play. Yeah. I mean, that's great quarterback play right there. I mean, wow. Puts it on the money. But he's got, but you, know, but you know, this Isaiah likely has come alive in, in place of Mark Andrews. I'm not saying he's Mark Andrews, but he's, he's, he, he's more than serviceable. He's a good player, young player, second year guy. They've got, Zay Flowers, they got Bateman, and Odell Beckham is back. Like, they've got targets, and they still are a team that you got to contend with running the football. Well, it's funny because you and I were talking about, you know, what the Ravens' offense would look like without Mark Andrews. And, I listen, I love Mark Andrews. I, I just think he was going to be such a big loss. But the fact that Baltimore has receivers now, we talk about Zay Flowers at Boston College. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zay – has been terrific. Man. Well, you watch Zay Flowers here. So I remember that here, Zay Flowers down at the bottom here. And, you know, he's five foot nine, maybe 5'10. Big, bright smile on the kid. A fun kid to be around. Yeah. Met him in training camp this year. But you watch it. Like, I remember Steve Smith Sr. went up to Boston College on his pro day and he said, This kid could play anywhere. Okay, he said he actually kind of reminded him of him. But, like, you watch this here. This is why a kid his size could win on the outside. 
Like, look at the separation. Wow. Like, his route running, yeah. his ability just to push the corner yeah. and then come back yeah. to the ball, yeah. and then he's never just going down. Yeah. Like, he's slippery. Like, he can stop and start with the best of them outside. He play outside or inside. My Great God. kid. Yeah. That's pretty. How about Boston College Put, putting out two guys? Yeah. Huh? Right? DeVito? DeVito, Zay. I don't know if DeVito also played at Illinois, but, man, yeah. I mean, wow. Uh, so these Ravens, are they the team to beat in the AFC? I think I think it's long like I think they're more complete than Miami or Kansas City right now because they don't really have a weakness. Offensively, you know, they put up a good number in overtime here. Yes, they needed a punt return for a touchdown to win it. But I think defensively, now look, we'll get to the Rams passing attack. Rams passing attack is scary good. Like they are really, really good. And they got Kyron Williams back. Like, they're a really good offense right now. Um, the Ravens' defense got challenged. I don't know many teams that can challenge it. Maybe a healthy Tyreek and Miami, like, full, like they lost their center. It's a yeah. big loss in Miami. Like, I, I think they're more complete than Kansas City, Denver, Miami right now. Yeah, I do too. No, but they've got I, two I mean, big yeah. games. They've got San Francisco on Christmas night. They've got Miami left. They've got to some tough opponents. Yeah. And they got Pittsburgh at uh, the final game of the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm anxious to see. It's funny because the AFC is jump like the NFC. We know San Fran, Dallas, Philadelphia still there, and then you got everybody else. You got the dark horses that mm-hmm. you know maybe have a shot. And we'll talk about the Rams in a second with that. But in the AFC, you got a little bit of a jumble at the top, and I think you're right about. I think the Ravens. They're still. I mean, look. I I know we're we're only week fourteen. We still have four weeks to sort of settle this. And some of this, they're, they're, that's a quarter of the season. We still have a quarter of the season to go. Where some teams are going to keep climbing, like maybe Denver, yeah. and then some teams might drop. And maybe that that's Miami. Who knows? I don't want to. You know, I don't want to be Nostradamus here and act like I know what's going to happen this last month. But there's a lot of football to still be played. <laughs> we were talking Nostradamus. Before the uh, before the show, yes, we were. And then you told me about what the, the Stoics. The Stoics, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Stoics were uh, they did they were all they were about the, they were the, heroism. Yeah, I mean they were the Rom- during the Romans' time, you know, and all the writings. You would have been a Stoic. I would like to have been thought of in that group, yeah. mentally strong, yeah, yes. physically strong, yeah. There, there was there is only bravery among the Stoics. All right. So let's go. One of the teams that is a dark horse in the NFC is the Rams. I mean, we look talking about the Rams. Now, they play Baltimore, so we'll flip the script a little bit. The Rams' offense has come alive. Matthew Stafford, again, if he's protected, Matthew Stafford can just wake up and just throw the football. The one thing about Stafford is you keep him upright, He'll throw it. Well, watch this. Watch this touchdown throw to Cooper Cup. Here's Cooper in short motion right here. All right, and watch when Stafford releases the ball. All right, the ball's gone. Like, look at Cooper Cup right here. Like he's in the slot. Okay. Now he has a choice route. He can go anywhere. It's man coverage. He can go inside. He can stop. He can go to the corner. Now he's got inside leverage. You can see it. So well, inside that, leverage is going to go out. If he does, yeah. if, the, if 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 he truly is inside leverage, he's going outside. Yeah. What Stafford's released the ball. Like, I don't know which way Cooper Cup is going. But these two, like, it's almost indefensible. He's a spot thrower. And it's it's not – it's more than just well, Cup. Let me see that again, man. That, like, I, I love it. Because you can see he's got a, a, 
and you're right. He's got inside leverage, but he could take it. A, a, well, look a, at the back of the end zone over the right? middle. Because it's there. But you could cut in and have that whole side. But because he's got the slightest inside leverage, Stafford knows to hit him. Ah, oh, man, that's a great throw. I mean, you see this. I just call it spot throwing. You just throw yeah. it to a spot. Yeah. He's just trusting his receiver is going to get there. And he's got a free hitter coming right at him. So Baltimore's blitzing off the edge. They're doing everything they can. They're a great red zone defense. Like, there's no breakdowns here. But the throw beats good coverage. Yeah. But if it was just that throw, you'd say, okay. But watch this at the bottom to Demarcus Robinson. It's the same thing. Like, he's released it. Demarcus Robinson is just getting into his route right here. He's at the yeah. 40. The ball's been released. Now he starts to find, find the ball back shoulder, away from great defense, safety coming over the top. That's a tough throw, man, because the safety has got a beat on you. Look at him. The safety's coming full speed. Yeah. He knows it. He's got no other responsibility. Blow him up, but the throw beats it. And then you get this, you know, oh, this uh, great throw. Like, here's Cooper Cup again. It, man. Like, watch, watch Cooper Cup is going to run this, uh, this cut right here. And you watch when Stafford throws it. The ball's gone. Mm. Mm. Like Cooper Cup, still, like there's no safety over the top, nothing. No. So look at this. Like Stafford's released the ball. Wow. It's one after another. And then you add Kyron Williams, pretty good protection. Nakua. Nakua, Tyler Higby. Like their offense is, it, it, like they put up 31, whatever, last week. They lose an overtime on a punt return. They had won three in a row, had a chance to win four in a row on the road. Like, they're still going to be a tough out for anybody. Well, look, look can, we, can I see some Kyron Williams? I, I, I love Kyron. Kyron's a guy that, like, he's really helped them, uh, I, I think. Having that kind of run game. Well, it was the first game where he had more than 15 carries. Yeah. And they didn't uh, win. So, and look, he put, they pushed the overtime. Baltimore uh, on the road. Uh, overtime in bad weather. I mean, you know, that kid, remember when he was hurt a little bit, they suffered. He's back now, and that just completes the, this offense and this incredible triangle that is Cup, Nakua, and Kyron Williams. And it just creates a ton of space. And if you got a quarterback like Stafford that could just sling it, I mean, you know, that's what I think that makes them dangerous. And again, you still got you still got Aaron Donald that on, on defense. That's still a good team. Well, they've got they've had a, a healthy offensive line for the last six weeks. But like this guy's cuts are as good as anybody. Like full speed cuts. Like this is a, that, those were even defenders inside. Like they're massive. Look at that. That's a good runner. I mean, it's just good power running. Yeah. I mean, it's just one good run, solid wow. run between the tackles after another. They're not they're not tricking anybody. They're lining them up. Oh, that's nice. Like this, this. Look at that. Like they're running right at the right at the guts of the Ravens yeah. here. And this is Baltimore. Yes. Look I mean, he's this. on to the safety. Yeah. And look at he just trucks the safety. Second level, man. You watch him right here. Like yeah. you watch him. That's Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen inside. Yeah, Two yeah, good defensive yeah, tackles. Odd. Look at this. Watch him hit the safety. It just spins right. Wow. Marcus Williams spun right yeah. off him. I mean, Baltimore's one of the few teams with linebackers. And it, on a day like this, 
you got when, when you're when you're running the ball against Patrick Queen and company like that, that's impressive. But then you can throw the ball to him too, just on screens. Yeah. Look at this release by Stafford. Like he's got every arm angle, whatever yeah. he needs to do. Watch his sidearm. Oh, he drops that nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're just they're, they're, they're a talented offense. Yeah. Talented offense. In fact, like they I think they finished the season against San Francisco. They gave San Francisco a good game the first time they yeah. played. Um, San Francisco has always been more physical than the Rams. But if there's one thing, somebody was asking me the other day about what's the 49ers' weakness. What, I saw Kirk Cousins throw it 45 times, didn't get sacked, yeah. got the ball out quick. Joe Burrow had a big game against him. Um, like teams that throw it really, really well. Yeah. Like even, you know, you saw last week Drew Locke threw the ball well. Teams that throw it really well and throw it on timing and like and the ball gets out quick, you can have success. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I, where did the Rams come from? Early, remember, first half of the year, I mean, they look like they're dead. Well, they had they had, they had problems on the offense line. You know, they had, they had an injury at right guard, an injury at left tackle. They were out. Kyron Williams got hurt. Yep. He missed uh, at least a month. Yep. Okay. Um, so, they, you know, they, they had running backs that aren't even in the league right now that they were handing off to. Um, you know, and Stafford was banged up for a little bit. And then if you look at their defense, Byron Young and Kobe Turner and some of these young guys, like they were just young guys. But now, like I, I, I used to joke around early in the season. I go, I, I challenge any analyst in this business yeah. to tell me who the starting, you know, 11 is on, on the Rams defense, not named Aaron Donald. Like they, nobody could do it. But you're getting to know some of these guys now. They're dangerous. The Rams. Dark horse. File that away. All right. Finally, the Bills. All right. The Bills come away. And they win in Kansas City. And I still contend that the Bills are a dangerous team. Mm -hmm. And that, look, we, we always have the habit of going, oh, they're done. We, we, we will give the premature eulogy. But I think Buffalo is still a team that you got to worry about. And this is why. So let's look at, let's go to the team. Well, I mean, it starts with uh, Josh Allen because there was a, a period of time this year. Where Josh Allen? Oh, let me just get back to this. Uh, I mean, this is Josh Allen last week now, and like he's run for ten touchdowns. I mean, he takes on the entire Chiefs defense right here. Just, just quarterback power. They pull Deion Dawkins. Like they run, they like to play in the running game. Pulling Deion right here, and he kicks out on the end. And then Josh just like, he takes on the whole team. How about the pile? Put, and, then, and then he just takes on everybody. You're right. And the pile pushes. I mean, he's got defensive tackles. And like, he gets to the end. I remember this play, watching this play live, going, my God. Yeah. And so, you know. He's so strong. He's so strong. And so, like I say, like they don't do the tush push, you know. But really, if you have Josh Allen, and you're in these must-win games like against Dallas this week. Yeah. You honestly, as long as you have him, to me, you're in four-down territory. It's a four-down series, every series. If it's fourth to one, I'm putting in Josh Hands to go get me the first down. So short yardage, goal line, fourth downs, I'm putting in Josh Hands. And then defensively. And real quick, before you, before you go to defense, one thing I like about the Bills offense, too, it's how they've incorporated Cook. Oh, James Cook's and, having a good season. And in the pass game, mm -hmm. like that wheel for the touchdown was yeah. a, a great play. Yeah. He's dangerous. Like, having Cook, 
Like, they needed that, right? Because mm-hmm. you have digs, mm-hmm. right? You've been struggling every once in a while. You got, you got both tight ends back now. Right. Yeah, you, you got Dawson Knox and you got Kincaid back. So you got your two tight ends. You want to go two tight end sets. Cook, they're a little bit more balanced, I think, especially if they want to go yeah. two tight ends. They'll run the ball better, um, you know, in the, in those looks. And so I think they've got more versatility offensively right now. I do, too. Like, I, and again, I, I know that they've struggled and, you know, they, they, we saw them lose Eagles game late. But I think they're a dangerous team. I think they're more equipped, better for the playoffs this year than last year. When they when they look with Cincinnati's front, they controlled the line of scrimmage, both sides of the ball. No doubt. Which is why they lost that playoff game. I think they're better now. They quit. Well, I mean, they went out and, and drafted Osiris Torrance, you know, at right guard, and they got themselves Connor McGovern at left guard. They're, 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 those, they're, they're a good offensive line. I mean, they've, they've played basically almost every game together right now. Um, Spencer Brown at right tackle is really athletic. Uh, I think offensively right now, they're about as good as they're going to get. And so they get the ultimate test against Dallas this week. And if they beat them, they're, you, can, you can, like, pencil them into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I still think the Bills are a dangerous team. So let's talk about their defense and – Kind of what's going on? They did a good job. Well, uh, I mean, the one thing Mahomes. you're always going to do when you have Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer back there, and and the nickelback Taron Johnson, is they're going to take the deep ball away. Like they're going to take the deep ball away, and they're going to take the middle of the field away. Now, you know, there's other ways to beat them, um, but you look at them against Miami this year when they were fully healthy. Like they didn't let anything over the top, you know, and so they're they're Sean McDermott is, is a very good defensive coach. They're very disciplined. We'll see if Von Miller can give him some juice up front down the stretch in the final month. They need him to be kind of special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't seen much yet, but he, yeah. you know, Von well, always knows. Their pass rush, because I love their back end, but the pass rush. Well, Russo, Epinesa, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, Ed Oliver, they've got guys. They, they need Von to be special. But, you know, one thing about Von is uh, he kind of knows what time of the year it is. Like, he knows. And like he's, He was hurt last year, remember? Yeah. But he, he, he knows what time of the year it is right now. He, he knows he's got to step his game yeah. up and affect the game. Yeah. If it gets close, you know, you know they've – Von time. Yeah. yeah. So he knows. Yeah. No, I, it's Von Miller time, that's for sure. Uh, all right. Uh, that's – this is why, and you saw it right from your own eyes. Uh, a couple things we got to get to, uh, and then uh, tomorrow we'll take a look at the Raiders' defense. Yep. We'll do a little bit more with Tommy DeVito. Let me just tease this real quick about Raiders defense. It's it's actually more than just Max Crosby right now. Yo, know, and wow. I'll just tease this. Right I'll just tease this. The the Eagles' best safety is the safety for the Raiders, Marcus Epps. He's a good player, man. Wow. They miss him. Wow. They miss him. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, the one some of the news of the day, Justin Herbert. It looks like he's out for the year. The fractured index finger. And uh, you can't do much with the football, bro. When no. this when this thing is busted, no, you just can't. No, that's how you spin it. I mean, that's how you spin it. So no Herbert, and it feels like we talked about the Chargers are a team that's going to limp to the finish. Well, it's what's going to be interesting though, is obviously you know like in Cincinnati they were dead, yeah, and then and Jake Brown came out of nowhere. So Easton Stick. So Easton Stick. I don't know if he's if he. I know he's played in this league, but I don't know if he started a game. I mean, I haven't checked. Um, I don't know it off the top of my head, but it would be fascinating to see if Easton Stick somehow gives this team any kind of a lift. Yeah, he's very athletic. 
He won national championships at North Dakota State. He was the heir apparent to Carson Wentz when he took over. Um, when Carson got hurt, Easton Stick won a championship yeah. as the quarterback at North Dakota it's State. Like he was there for eight years. Yeah, well, there, and it feels like he's been backing up Justin <laughs> Herbert the whole time. So, we'll, I mean, I, I, I want to see him play where he's got to be the guy right now and see if they've got something there. Well, it'll be interesting because you got the Raiders who coming off that eight. impressive performance defensively. Uh, you got a short week, and you got Easton Stick as the quarterback for the Chargers. I'm going to be – look, I, I know some people are, are down on the Thursday night Amazon Prime schedule. I will be tuned into that game. Because I, I have an interest in both quarterbacks I agree. and both teams. Listen, I watch it every week, so I, I don't know. We all watch it every week as much as we say it. But here's the one interesting. Al Michaels, according to the New York Post, will not be a part of the NFL playoff schedule. Yeah, it's, it seemed to catch him off guard, too. Yeah. It was an Andrew Marchand. It me off call. guard, too. I, I'm like, why? Well, they're going to go with uh, Ian Eagle's son, and yeah. they're going to go with Tariko. Yeah. So there's a changing of the guard there. But I don't know how you can – Al Michaels can do a game every week for the last 40 years, whatever it's been. Yeah, he's – And not have him miss. in the postseason. I think that's a miss. I will do respect to, to Ian Eagle's son who does a really great job. I mean, Al is a staple. Yeah. Tariko Collinsworth, and then you got Al. I mean, Al's got to be doing the other game. I, I don't – I don't – I love Al. Yeah. I did his dad still love him. And I know Herbie's doing his college, but I, I – again – uh, I just think Al should mm-hmm. be a part of it. Anyway, that'll do it for us yeah. today. Tomorrow we got another big show. We'll cover again. We'll do a little more Tommy DeVito, and we'll look at the Raiders' defense and all kinds of things. This league is the greatest, man. Saturday games this week we got to look at three unbelievable games on Saturday. I just want to tell you know all of our fans and listeners out there. I'm heading to DC right now. My my good friend Larry Doby yeah. is receiving the posthumously. The uh, Congressional Medal of Honor for his father, Larry Doby Sr., who was the first uh, black player in the American League six weeks after Jackie Robinson signed. Larry Doby signed with the Cleveland Indians, won a championship, world championship in 48. One of the great players in baseball history. So he's finally getting his due. We're going to go down and support Larry. Um, It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a fun day, man. Yeah. It's fantastic. All right. Well, tell Larry, congratulations. God bless. That's beautiful. Uh, safe trip. Yeah, buddy. And then we'll see, we'll see you, tomorrow. you tomorrow. Thanks. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button. All right? Right there. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow.